Welcome to the Jeffers Brief, only on Contra Radio Network. Hello again, Intelligentsia. Welcome to another episode of the Jeffers Brief. I am John Jeffers. This episode is brought to you by DeSantis Airlines, bringing the border to you. (laughs) I know, I love it. It makes me laugh. From the DMZ to the NATO front, this is Control Radio Network. Yes, it is. Hey, we have new listeners from the country of, I want to make sure I get it right, Moldova. If you're not sure where it is, it's, uh, if you look on the map, you'll find Ukraine, and it's a little southeast of Ukraine. Now, some months ago, the Russians published a propaganda photo showing their Uh, military leaders discussing the war in Ukraine and in the background was this map and big arrow pointing towards the country of Moldova which would suggest that they're probably going to invade Moldova now tonight uh, Putin will be talking to Russia so let me see. They're about, what, eight, nine hours ahead. My guess, and this is strictly a guess. I, I you know, No one ever asked me anything. My guess is he's probably going to announce a full mobilization. Should be interesting to see what happens with that. Well, it's true. As for Western Europe, my friends, we have listeners in Western Europe many and one thing that strikes me is that at one point I think it was 2018 President Trump had told it was was it a some was it a NATO summit can't remember if it was a NATO summit or a G G7 summit I don't remember however I do remember him saying he told him, says, you all, Western Europe, you have to get off Russian gas because it could be used against you. And, of course, those Western European leaders scoffed and laughed and mocked him. Is it funny now? I don't see anybody mocking him now, that's for sure. Now, I did see something that this will, this year is a disappointing uh, crop report from the harvest that's taking place, and it's very disappointing. So disappointing, in fact, they said it will take a double bumper crop. That means a bumper crop next year and a bumper crop the year after to try to make up for this year's dismal performance. And I'm not blaming the farmers on this one. There are some things that are beyond and out of their control. That's just the way it is. 
with that said, I think we're going to be looking at even higher prices. Now that brain dead idiot who supposedly got 81 million votes says, well, you should be happy. Inflation barely crept up an inch. Oh, we should be happy about that. Oh, I see. I don't know what it's going to take. I do know this. It appears that for the midterms coming up, the Democrats have put all their eggs in the abortion basket. They're trying to make it all about abortion. There are some Americans, that's all they care about. For the majority of Americans, from what I can see and what I've read, abortion's down the list. And that's just a fact. And I want you to remember something. All these Democrats that are coming up for re-election and begging you for your vote. And this is going to be very specific to where you live. That is, geographically speaking. Remember who it was that locked you down in 2020. Locked you down in 2022 and screamed and shamed you and may have cost you your job because you wouldn't get vaccinated. If you want to vote for those people again, well, that's, that's your business. I myself think they should come and join the ranks of the other people out here. Come and get a job. If the jobs market is so great and so wonderful, you should have no problem getting a job. However, <coughs> and this is the truth of the matter, say what you will about the Democrats and their socialist progressive platforms. Whenever one of their soldiers gets beat up on, loses their job, you will notice that that person is taken care of. They land a magical job somewhere else. Republicans do not take care of their soldiers. That's you and I. Look, I'm conservative by nature, and, well, Republican, because I have no other choice. <laughs> that's, just the, that's just the way it is. Oh, get out of here. I hate that. I have really got to find a producer for my show. In the meantime, I think we have to realize that if, you should not reward those people who locked you down, who shamed you and forced you to get vaccinations if you wanted to keep your job. <coughs> As you can tell, I'm still fighting a little bit with the uh, COVID thing. Got over it. And um, I, you know, I, I, I took the Paxlovid worked great for me. And I talked about that, I think, last week's show. 
now we're still dealing, dealing with like quote I guess what you want to call it is the lingering COVID. It feels like a uh, a cold, but it's not. It just feels like it, and it's usually right up here in your sinuses. That's how you know it's not really a cold. It doesn't spread to your chest or to your head. It's just right there in your sinuses. However, I went ahead and I. Uh, did a lot of the uh, nasal irrigation. Love it. Within a couple days, that pretty much did the trick. Now I'm just, you know, hacking on occasion. Not as much as I was. Now, what else do I do? I'm just kind of just, you know, seeing what's what's going on. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Gab, USA.life, Mumblet.com. Just look for Contra Radio Network. Don't look for John Jeffers. You won't find me there. You will find me under Contra Radio Network. You can follow me there. Uh, there's For you preppers and patriots out there, you know, there's such a thing as doom fatigue. And I'm glad to see the organic prepper went ahead and did something about this. This is when do, doom fatigue. It's like all the news is bad. So if you're like a lot of folks, you're sick and tired of hearing about the economy, government overreach. Americans hating other Americans. You may feel like every time you turn on the news or read it online, you're learning about some new horror headed our way. Speaking of horrors headed our way here in Illinois, the tyranny state, the Democrats have put forth the Safety Act. All that is, is getting rid of cash bail. Now, I want you to understand something. Bail is not to be used as punishment. Never has been. Bail is used to guarantee your appearance in court. Now, sometimes you might get a recognizance bond, also known as a signature bond. Whereas, you fill out the form, you sign the paper, and off you go. You're released. You promise to show up at your court dates. That's all bail is. It's not meant to be used as punishment. Now, there are some people out there who do not deserve bail. Now, while it is true, well, it, you know, it used to be true. I don't know if it's true anymore. It used to be said that murder is a crime of passion. What that means is this. I was so incensed at that very moment in time, I lost my all, all common sense, I lost my self-control, and I killed someone. A crime of passion. However, after seeing how cashless bail is working out in Los Angeles, and New York, and Detroit, and Minneapolis, you got to ask yourself, you know, you look at Chicago, 
50 people shot over the weekend. If you engage in shooting someone, you must have in your own mind, I'm going to cause death or great bodily harm. If that's the case, why should they be subject to cashless bail? Here, sign this paper and make sure you show up at your court date. Now they're saying, well, judges, judges can have, still have the ultimate authority to impose bail or not. What if you have somebody who is a sexual predator on children? Do you really want this person running around the streets again after he's been arrested? Potentially making other children his, his or her victims? And I say her victims because of, let's face it, how many times have we seen public school teachers who are females doing the same thing males, the male teachers are getting in trouble for? Sexual misconduct with students. What's interesting is, if it's a male teacher, they usually get prison sentence. Female teachers get a slap on the wrist and told not to do it again. Or if they do get jail time, it's not nearly as equitable as what's being handed out to the male teachers. I'm just, just something I've noticed. So, the Safety Act is everything but, in my opinion. You need something out there that will guarantee people's people show up in court. For example, you watch the illegal aliens. And that's what they are. Illegal aliens. They're here unlawfully. Well, they're given a court date. Yeah. And how many of them actually show up for court? Can't get the numbers. No one's talking. Especially those in the mainstream media. They're not going to tell you anything because they are running cover for the Democrats. If you choose to elect a attorney general or a state's attorney or district attorney, and they've been advocating cashless bail, you get what you deserve. You get what you vote for. Oh, mission creep. Start one thing and kind of segue off into another direction. So let's talk about what is doom fatigue. What's, you know, doom fatigue refers to the feeling of overwhelming a person may get when faced with one negative event after another during a short period of time. When there's a topic that is being constantly reported on, you can feel like a situation is even worse than it really is, simply because it's always there on the forefront of every website or news broadcast. Some folks get so sick of it 
they refuse to read another word about it. They decide, forget it, I can't take it anymore. If it kills me, it kills me. And they go on their merry way. So what can you, I mean, and that's not necessarily good either. The whole thing that keeps preppers prepared is our awareness of what's going on in the world and how these events may affect our lives. So to completely write off something as dire as a possible deadly pandemic as is as unwise as obsessing over it is. So we have a pandemic. Okay. We know it's there. We don't ignore it. We sit there and we say, okay, how's this being dealt with? Let me ask you this. If the government had said this about the COVID vaccines, they say, look, this is what we've come up with. We're not going to say you have to get it, but if you want to get it, this is the best we've got right now. Would that have made a difference to you? Because I, I know a lot of you out there are saying, look, it's the principle of the matter that I didn't get vaccinated because the government said I had to. So I guess I'm talking to you people out there. If the government had presented saying, this is the best we've got, this is what we think will work best, would that have made a difference to you? So what can you do to manage doom fatigue? If current event-related doom fatigue has got you feeling mentally battered and overwhelmed, like the border, the following suggestions may help you to get a handle on it while remaining informed. First of all, you got to pick your sources, first and foremost. You need to decide what sources you're going to trust for information. You choose two or three sources that you find relevant and trustworthy, and stop scrolling through the entire internet or going to aggregate sites with headlines for dozens of websites. You don't need to live, breathe, eat, and sleep the news. There are people out there that do that. Just because you're a prepper doesn't mean you can't have a life outside the 24-hour news cycle. Case in point. I get up in the morning, I'm watching Newsman. I watch the local news for the weather. When they're done with the weather, I'm out. I bounce back and forth between Newsmax and Fox News. After about two, two and a half hours, you'll realize all the stories are being repeated over and over and over again. So, there you go. So, you need to set a time to check the news. Set a time. Now, another problem is when people search for updates all the live long day. It's exhausting, constantly checking for something new. I've done this, you've done it, let's be honest about it. Now, I do it because I have a show here, The Jeffers Brief. I also do it because I'm the founder of Contra Radio Network, and I'm not just checking news sites, I'm checking to see if any of the hosts here on Contrario Network have published something new? If so, is it relevant? Do I want to put it on there? I don't choose to put things on here based upon subject matter. I've always said my hosts can talk about whatever they want. All I ask is you don't carry the water for progressives and Dems. They have the mainstream media doing that for them and Contrario Network will not be one of them. 
And there are days that I just want to call it a just call it quits. It's like I've been doing this since 2014. Most podcasts don't last 90 days. I've been doing this since 2014. By the way, thank you for all you new listeners. I think this month we will set another listener record. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, getting back to it. Decide if you're going to read the news for half an hour in the morning and a half an hour after work, and then stick to your decision. When your timer goes off in your mind, you know, get away from the computer and do something else. Take the dog outside. Go for a walk. Play with the dog. Clean the house. I do. So, you need to focus on what you can do. Now, with regard to world events, there's only so much we can do, let's be honest. In part, this is because of our budgets. We can only spend so much money on preps. And part of it is because it's simply out of our control. As Selco calls it, big circle, small circle. So focus on what you can do with your allotted money and the available information. Organize your preps. Do an inventory. Make a list of what you truly need and add those items as you can. There's lots of stuff out there on PDF. Uh, for example, that gives you uh, like a book of lists, you know, prepper list, book of preppers, you know, what, what to do, what do I need, the basics. And one thing you need to do too is you need to avoid the comments section. I've gotten caught up on uh, Gab, USA.Live, and Mumblet. I've got caught up and I'm responding. Okay. And I, you know, yes, I get some likes, some, you know, generally I post stuff because I'm a smart ass. I know that. I'm even an, an asshole on occasion. Well, more than occasion. I realize that's what I am and I embrace it. Take it or leave it. What are you going to do? Now, don't forget. Now, you're going to be besieged by laptop warriors who spew hatred and ill-conceived 30-second solutions for complicated issues. It's not productive for you. Some comment sections are more like online gauntlets, you know, gauntlets uh, than others. Some are actually helpful and full of good information. I want you to know something. And I saw it yesterday. I was glad to see uh, our friend, uh, Mr. Leonard there in Detroit, the author of Terror Strikes. He's been on the show here a couple times. You're going to run across some things that are just so outrageous. Things that you... It's okay to use your common sense. It's okay to say there are not space arcs with the elite people going up there. If you want to believe that, go right ahead. All right, and use your common sense. More often than not, they'll get they'll keep you pretty on the straight and narrow for the most part. Now, your mental health and well-being have got to be a priorities, because you want to use up your reserves of re res resilience before the disaster even strikes your area. Assume, assuming it even does strike. The state of the world may or may not affect you directly, but either way, it doesn't need to be your focus during every waking hour. Remember 
that stress weakens the immune system. If you live in a state of full-blown panic for a month before the real hardcore crises begin, you're not going to be at your best when it does become an issue. Without sounding all the woo-woo mystical and like the type of person who thinks all things are solved with a good pedicure, you should still do things to nurture your own mental health. Maybe for you it's a long walk in the woods, far away from any internet service. Could mean going outside, playing a game of tag with your children. My parents played game of tag using a belt. Ooh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> did I get cracked with the belt growing up? You bet I did. I got the switch, electric cord, coffee pot, wooden spoons. My mom's favorite was wooden spoons. I probably learned to time, you know, when she went to hit me with the, with the uh, wooden spoon, tightened up those butt cheeks and broke that spoon and then ran like hell. That's a true story. I did that many times. Then when I got taller than she did, I would put the spoon up over the door, you know, the little... Uh, the molding over the door, I'd put it up there so she couldn't reach it. Yeah, that was a bad mistake. It seemed like a good idea at the time, of course, but you know, it, 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 you know, it comes back to bite you in the ass. It's okay to spend some free time doing what you need to do because you cannot take care of others if you cannot take care of yourself. If you are not happy, you cannot be happy with others. You get it? And you should try to eat better. That's important. Praying. I find that praying does me a mentally world of good. Some of you say, well, you're just believing in an imaginary friend. Perhaps I am. But if it makes me feel better, what's that to you? On the other hand, what if I'm right? God does exist, and you're wrong. You said God doesn't, you know, when it comes to Judgment Day, eh, you got some problems. I'm not saying that I don't, I do. But I am forgiven. And believe me, I ask a lot of forgiveness. Like I told you before, I, I'm an asshole. I know that. I get it. I accept it. So, And driving yourself nuts isn't going to be productive. So if you, if you find that just to mention the words like economy, IRS, and China are enough to make you tense up and feel stressed out, then maybe, maybe you might be dealing with some doom fatigue. Speaking of stressed out, you know, you got that press secretary, Biden's press secretary, She's got to do something about that hairstyle. She looks like a damn mushroom. Try it. It's like, anyways, you know, I, I just, <laughs> you think about stressed out, you don't think for a moment whenever she calls on Peter Ducey that her sphincter doesn't tighten up like a square knot? Oh, yeah, because she knows the boom's coming. So, anyways. That's just my personal observation. Look, it isn't product. It isn't a productive state to be in because by the time bad things start happening, if they do start happening, you'll be completely 
completely out of energy to deal with them. And by energy, I mean talking about your thought processes. They have to be clear. They have to be concise for you in order to act upon them. We are all limited by something, whether it's budget, location, a spouse who's not on board, access to supplies, etc. So do what you can and then let it go. You can only do so much. And there's only so much you can do to get prepared. When you've reached that point, whatever it may be for you, it's okay to take a step back. And you are not alone. You are not the only person that's feeling overwhelmed. 24-7 doom isn't productive. It's exhausting. It's not mentally healthy. You, I, mean, I sit there, we look at this stuff. It's preppers, that's what we do. We look at something and we say, one, is this real? Is it not real? Is it true? Is it not true? If it is true, what can I do about this? Do I already have something in place for this? That's what, you know, after a while you start going, oh, good God, it never ends. No kidding, being a prepper is not a fad. It's a lifestyle. So what do we do? How do we handle doom overload? You know, how, how are you going to regroup when it's all too much? How do you handle the barrage of horrible events? They're out there, my friends. And it happens every day. It's true. It's true. Now, some of you know, and I've never made a uh, uh, any you know, secret of this. You know, I like I like my '70s and '80s music. And uh, if you don't mind, I'll take a quick musical break. I'll come back and do some more. I think you'll like this.
would never be able to be named that today due to political correctness. You know, that was made when we could sit there and laugh at ourselves without taking ourselves too seriously. Can't do that nowadays. Whole bunch of things that couldn't even, you could do then, you can't do now. Now, I think we're starting to see, uh, I've kind of refrained from it because everybody was talking about it and I don't want to be talking about the same things they do all the time. My guess, the Department of Justice is throwing, is they're twisting themselves into a pretzel, trying to keep the special master from going through all the paperwork that the FBI grabbed from Mar-a-Lago raid. I think you're going to start seeing their case fall apart. I do. On top of that, let's, let's be honest, the FBI can't be trusted anymore. Anything they say, anything they do, and I've been saying this since 2016, 2017, they've become politically weaponized. Bad, bad move. But they chose to embrace that. They should enjoy the fruits of their poor decision-making. Now, a whistleblower has come forth who alleges, mind you, that the FBI schemed to distort the January 6 cases into nationwide domestic violent extremism epidemic. And it's the accusation is focused particularly on the Washington field office of the FBI. They're using cases related to the January 6th U.S. Capitol riot to overstate the threat of domestic violent extremism in America. That's according to the Judiciary Committee ranking member, Representative Jim Jordan, Republican of Ohio. I think Jim should be the Speaker of the House. McCarthy looks too damn slick for my for my taste, but that's me. The whistleblower alleged the FBI office did not follow standard investigative practices for the January 6 cases when it moved the cases to various local field offices around the country based on where the case subjects were from. Jordan revealed in a letter addressed to FBI Director Christopher the Worm Ray on Monday. You know, Ray is so slimy, I can't even stand it. He just, he just makes my skin crawl. He just personifies the bureaucratic yes man. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say it because I know I have uh, women that listen to this show, and I don't, I don't want to offend them with what I was gonna say. Follow up on that. So January 6th cases should all be officially led by the Washington Field Office and categorized as Washington field offices cases, according to the letter, but instead a task force dispatched instructions to open January 6th investigations to 
to local field offices nationwide. Now these local offices receive the cases, make it look like as if they were conducting the investigations on the cases, when in reality it was the Washington field office continuing to conduct the bulk of the work according to the letter. The whistleblower told Jordan, the manipulative case file practice creates false and misleading crime statistics. Instead of hundreds of investigations stemming from a single black swan incident at the Capitol, FBI and DOJ officials point to significant increases in domestic violent extremism and terrorism around the United States. Now, Jordan did note in the letter that such an artificial case categorization scheme allows the FBI leadership to misleadingly point to significant increases in domestic violent extremism threats nationwide, which supports a narrative being perpetuated by the Biden administration. Oh, so, you know, it's just one thing after another with these clowns. They just can't be trusted, period. They can't. No, <clears throat> oh, what else have we got here? You know, this guy Fetterman in Pennsylvania. You know, he tries walking around with his Carhartt hooded sweatshirts and shorts. He looks like a total shitbag. I want to be your senator. Yeah. People in Pennsylvania... It doesn't take, it should, it should not be a hard decision, a hard choice. Oh, what else we got here? Iowa Democrat Mike Franken's former staffer accuses him of unwanted advances. Franken says no. <coughs> What else have we got here? Oh, you know, it, it, it's just, it's so much crap, it's hard to even keep up with it. It's like canyon out speeding tickets at the Indy 500. There's just so much crap out there. And that's what they want. They want you to feel overwhelmed. They want you to quit. They want you to roll over. Oh, here's uh, MSC. Chris Wallace is once again yakking away. You know the guy. The guy should learn that. You know he got he lost. He, he's a bonehead. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, Jesus! Uh, you know I don't know what the hell's going on with Taiwan. Biden says, yes, we'll defend them. But then Biden's staff says, no, 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 we won't. No, we won't. Who the hell's in charge? You, can't, you don't even know who's in charge anymore. Biden says one thing, the staff says another. You know, at some point in time, that's, you know, that, that's going to definitely... Uh, Bite him on the ass. That's what's going to get us into trouble. 
the world won't be able to figure out what's our policy, what isn't our policy. Uh, I, you know, I don't, uh, I will never vote, vote for a Democrat. Never have, never will. And given their behavior the last five, six, ten years, <laughs> my my decision isn't about to change anytime in the near future, my friends. It's just not going to happen. Here's an idea, you know. The FBI didn't go after the big guy or his crack-smoking son. They didn't go after Pelosi for insider trading. Never went after the Clintons, and their crimes are numerous. They went after the man who promised to expose them all, and they still are. Boneheads. Well, apparently, uh, gays against groomers have permanently uh, been deplatformed from PayPal and Venmo. You're trying to say, what is Gays Against Groomers? Gays Against Groomers is a coalition of gay people who oppose the sexualization, indoctrination, and medicalization of children under the guise of LGBTQIA+. Yeah, so they don't like them. Oh, well. All kinds of different stuff. I continue. No, by the way, that rail strike, my boys and girls, that they, that Biden took credit for, it ain't a done deal yet. Not yet. It could still collapse. And my guess is probably within the next seven days, either it will collapse or it will hold up. To be on the safe side, you should go out and stock up. And even if it does hold up and you already stocked up, you're going to use that stuff anyway. So how do you lose? You don't. All right. Oh. All right, my friends. I think that's enough for one show. I do. All right. Thank you for listening. I'm John Jeffers here on the Jeffers Brief on Contra Radio Network. Please feel free to uh, watch all our shows, listen to all our shows. Some are uh, videos, some are in audio, MP4, MP3 formats. Choose what interests you, listen, please. Doesn't hurt you to listen. Until next week, I am John Jeffers. Prep today, live tomorrow. And have an American day. Not a Democrat day. An American day. And for those in Western Europe. You know what? I wish I had a couple people from Western Europe who could do shows here on Contra Radio Network. Because I'll tell you right now, I'd put them on. I would. I really would. And so, think about it. If you're in Western Europe, you want to do a show? Get a hold of me. All right, thanks again.
We'll see you then. Oh, by the way, I, ho I hope you all like the new uh, web page for Contra Radio Network, crn.best, crn.best. I think you'll like it there. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Stock up.